You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. Hey everyone, it's me, Alan, from the podcast. This is a brand new feature for the series that's going to run parallel to the podcast, where I will record the very first impressions I have of movies I've seen. So whether I'm walking away, driving away, on the train away from the cinema, I will just be giving you exactly what's coming to my mind as it's coming to my mind. This won't be a formal review necessarily, I'll save that for the main podcast, but just to give you some insight on what we thought of the film as we saw the film. This episode, we went to watch Fifty Shades Freed on opening weekend, the third and final installment of Fifty Shades of Grey. You can probably guess, but listen to see what we thought of it. Mrs. Grey? That's me. Mr. Grey said to take you straight home. Mr. Grey's not here. You insist on defying me, Mrs. Gray. What should I do about that? Learn to live with it. Why is there a gun in your desk? I swore I'd keep you safe, and I will. It seems you're pregnant, Mrs. Gray. What are you waiting for? You ready? Please drive to highlighted rooms. Oh, God, that's the (laughs) game. Adds to it. So we just saw Fifty Shades Freed. We're literally driving away from the cinema as we speak. And we're just going to talk about our first impressions of it. I'm joined by Elle, who is an erotic cinema expert. Excuse me? (laughs) No, I'm more of a sci-fi expert. But she's joined me to watch this movie, Fifty Shades Freed. All right. He, He made me. First impressions. Why did you make me that? first impression well we've seen the first two on opening night so i thought we'll see this one on opening night it's it's, you know valentine's day is coming up this is a nice romantic movie you have read the book right yes a long time ago bearing in mind i was surrounded by hysterical women not while i was at work obviously but they made me read it so how close is this to the book i don't remember you don't remember? It didn't leave that big of an impression okay. on me. It was just smart. Just smart. So that's, okay, this is my biggest problem with this, is that it's not smut. Well, it was. It's, it, was be- it wasn't sexy, though. They can't show actual full, like... We didn't get to see Jamie Dornan's dong. Well... And that's upsetting. Why, why, why would you want to see that? Because I don't want to see that. it would be something interesting happening. I thought we'd finally they'd finally cave in and give the people what they wanted. This movie what is for middle-aged movie women. That had actual real sex in it was it Antichrist. Uh, Antichrist, everything by that guy, um, Lars von Trier. But like, but that I think this well, I think this, this movie didn't have real had, sex in it. No, it didn't have any sex in it. Had a lot, a lot of nipple, Three... nipple play. <laughs> nipple play. With nipple play. So I've said this before about um, the Fifty Shades movies. It feels like, and it probably is, you'll have to back this up as the expert who's read it. What? <laughs> but it feels like it's, it's been taken from a book that uses, loosely uses plot points to bring together sex scenes, right? Yeah. And they've taken all the sex scenes out. It's basically like the, the underlying story is the same as every other shitty story that needs a male protagonist who's all strong and domineering and a lady who gets into trouble because she wanders off all the time. 
and then she gets punched in the face and nothing much happens and then he comes and saves her and that's so we should say at this point we will be talking about spoilers am I not allowed to talk about spoilers? oh no absolutely let's do it this is our first approach we're just talking about what we thought of movie so yes we will be discussing spoilers uh, we begin they get married at the start which I don't remember being yeah, a thing at the end of the last one did he propose to her I think he did propose to her in the first one do I the care the second one well no <laughs> but so it starts off with a wedding and then it cuts to their honeymoon which, which they, they try and portray as really romantic and everything go all around the world. but they just seem bored with each other well, I don't know if they're bored with each other because they're well, constantly having kinky sex all over the place. But like, I think they're bored of being rich people. Like the whole rich thing gets old really fast. Like as soon as you've done the aeroplane flight in the first one, I yeah, think the rich and, thing gets and old. And she she got to the airport and was like, "We own this. We own all of this." Like, how do she you? She knew that already. Yeah. Surely. How does she not know this? She <laughs> yeah. owns a helicopter this and a boat and movie. like nine like, million. How is she still like, surprised by his wealth? I don't understand how she doesn't. The the the, the drama, and all of the conflicts were. None of them mattered. The, the only through line through this whole thing was the the, the stalker. But he just well, the, he had no reason to be stalking either. He had no reason to be stalking. He was just like, a crazy his, person. His whole, yeah, his whole character is just a device for that literally conflict. the entire motive he had was I could have been Christian Grey. Like anybody has that motive. But also, like they only use him when like sparing. Like now and again, his name will pop up and they'll be like, oh. I guess the movie's got boring. Let's bring him back into it. Even I can think of a much more exciting plotline off the top of my head. Did you actually care about anything that happened? In the book or the film? Well, the film. Let's talk about the movie. In the film. Um, did I care? Like, well, did you no. feel tense at all? Because, tense? Yeah. No. They're bodyguards that they hired. I mean, you, did I knew. a very good no, job. No, no, no. I knew everything that was going to happen. I mean, and not just based off the fact that I read oh, the book. Yeah, it's I just know. like based off the fact that it's very predictable. Yeah. I mean, I wanted, basically what I wanted from all of these three movies is... You wanted something? Really? Yeah. I had no expectations. No, but like, I don't, I don't want to go into the movie expecting the worst. Really? I did. Okay. What you want from these movies is to <laughs> see like a... <laughs> You know, a, a up sadomasochistic guy come round and actually fall in love with someone, right? Um, I, that happened of, in the first two, yeah, though. But all of that drama's done, and they've had to make up this other side. This nonsense. was like the happily ever after business, where she saved him from himself and all this business, right? He's not a bad boy anymore. And that's boring. Also, but the, when their kids grow up, are they going to know that they've got this red room that they can't go in? I assume they'll turn that into like a their kids' room. Just put a cot. Are oh, they getting rid of the red room when they have the I kids? I don't know. I mean, were you expecting a good movie? No. <laughs> no I wasn't. So it delivered. <laughs> I but I, I don't understand who these people are that are enjoying this. Are, are there any really? Because any I, I can't. I can't imagine the people. One, the people. I'm who, guessing people go. Like I saw a few older couples. They maybe go to spice up their love life yeah, and get ideas and stuff. On. I don't know. It's and like you know, I, I, I get ideas. I don't know, <laughs> but I can't imagine the people who enjoyed the book would enjoy this movie. The books do have something to them. The thing is, I don't know if I mean blokes have probably definitely read it, but like 
definitely a bigger female audience. It's mom porn. So it must be the women pushing all of this ideology onto their partners. <laughs> but it is, it's mom porn. I mean, that was the genre that it was kind of came mom out of it. porn. Yeah. Porn for moms. Were you aroused at all by any of the sex Was things? I aroused? Let me think. The people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what else was there? Yeah. I just remember it being... Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. There we go. I remember it being... Oh. <laughs> yep, there we go. There's your quick review yawn. It, it, I guess if you like... Okay, think, well, was there anything you enjoyed about it? Her eyes were pretty. They had pretty eyes. There were some, there were some nice cinematic shots. They're good with faces. So they hide good actors. Are you talking about the plot? I'm just talking about the movie in general. Anything, anything you actually liked about it. Dakota's got pretty eyes and a pretty face. That's not really the movie. You can put her in any movie. So, sorry, the plot. Um, <laughs> she, it's just all very idealistic, but in a way that kind of demeans yeah. people. Because people aren't like that in real life. No, but this isn't about real women life. Aren't this is about women trying to escape their boring real life. And it, but women aren't all good and virginal. I would rather much have a kind of down and gritty feminine character who can save herself. Oh, she saved herself. Ah. Yeah. She's she still had to be picked up from the ground. Scraped <laughs> up by Christian Grey, you know? She shot a guy in the leg. Yeah. Which again is not that dramatic really. As the final climax of your movie. I would have been more interested in watching a movie about Christian Grey's destruction of her own son's life. Whoa. It would have been more interesting to me. Yeah, I don't think this is meant to be that intellectually stimulating. No, but it's, what I'm saying fact, is, it's meant to be the opposite. if I was going to, be if I was going to, if I, ugh. yeah, no. If I was going to see a, like a interesting part of that story, that is probably what would be the most interesting, though, right? You know, in the books, they kind of have more of an abusive relationship than just a dumb sub relationship. I would rather. Well, that's what I would rather have watched. Well, I suppose in the end, in this one, they've tamed it down because he becomes like. You know, he, he he's not going off on one and, like, being horrible. Well, he is, actually, though, isn't he? Because he takes out his revenge on her with that, didn't Yeah, he? but again, that's another conflict that's resolved within two minutes. They're, like, so she, well, She's trying hugging. to teach him to be a better dominant, though, right? But he's, like, an annoying dominant. He's like, oh, don't take your bikini top off. I think that was because he didn't want the paparazzi to see her. But comes off as controlling. Yeah, that's a point. Keep that as a character flaw. Don't justify it. With the paparazzi thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was better as a character flaw. It's so like, oh, he's still struggling with his demons of controlling this and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, any more things you want to say about how awful that movie was? I'm looking Listen, forward to the shades of water. The, the... the shades, 50 shades of water. <laughs> 50 shades no, of water. The shape of water. <laughs> 50 shades of water. Um, Please, no. So. <laughs> That was our first impression. Uh, we'll properly review this movie on the podcast, I guess. But if you want to take your boyfriend or girlfriend out to a nice Valentine's movie... Don't do it. Wait. There's a, there's a few better ones coming out next week. Yeah, if you can buy the DVDs. Or don't. Because I'm sure that DVD was like one ninety nine today, <laughs> wasn't it? Don't. They don't. get really cheap. Uh I can't recommend this movie. I, I recommend it to people that need to 
that feel like they need to spice things up a bit. And Re- no, there's way better movies for that. Yeah, but like people that don't like this is for no one. This movie is for no one. I feel bad not being able to recommend it to anybody. People took the time to make this movie and act in this movie. That was a mistake. No one's no one's gone home after this and gone. Why like, is Rita Ora in I've, this? I like Rita. Ora. I like Rita Why Ora. is she in it? Money. And fun. Oh, come on. If if someone had come up to you and said, listen, do you want a cameo on Fifty Shades of Grey? I'd say no. You know you wouldn't. I would say no. I would pretend, I'd pretend to be a polar bear. In, what does that even mean? In, like, the bloody, his dark materials and not even have my face on the screen. But I would not appear in Fifty Shades. No. Would you appear in Fifty Shades? Yeah, I'd be an extra. Really? I'd be the brother or something. Are you kidding me? Uh, why not? But you'd never get cast in anything again. Okay, your one quick fix for this movie. What would you have done? A quick fix? One quick fix. A complete rewrite of the entire oh. book series. What do you mean? <laughs> rewrite the books. Uh, it's not a quick fix, but... No, I... the books did well for their reasons. I would, I mean, again, I haven't read them, but I would argue this is a poor representation of the book. It's not. It's not? It's not really. The, impo- the interesting bits in the books... Oh, the sex scenes. Oh, the sex scenes. But there were no sex scenes. Which are not in the movies because it's like, you know, these people don't want to just watch that either because that would just be like watching awkward yiffing. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. What's yiffing? Oh, I... never mind. No, go on. <laughs> Otherwise, you just it would just be that the whole way through. That would be the most important point of the movie. I reckon you could make a good sexual drama. Game of Thrones. An erotic thriller, if you will. You mean Game of Thrones. Also, I th- I feel as a, a, as one of the millennial movementist feminist ladies, I feel I have to add that I feel it's a little bit irrelevant nowadays too. Because yeah, the whole baby thing. I the whole care. baby thing. Like I think most of the people that oh, okay, are so, around yeah. me in my everyday life of my age they don't necessarily want children that's not like something they factor into their life it would happen if it happened but a lot of them choosing perhaps not to and she was like so into the fact that he what? didn't want because uh, i was just thinking that the whole way through like yeah just get rid of it try again another time when both of you are ah, ready. well that's bringing up a whole different kind of worms i think the point is she was a bit overbearing when it came to but like it was not even part of the conversation well she was just only like do you want children? We've been married two seconds. You want them, don't you? And like, obviously, it's her Yeah, why have they not had this conversation before? <laughs> anyway, that, <laughs> <laughs> that was our first take on <laughs> the movie Fifty Shades Freed. It came out in cinemas the day before this recording, so the 9th of. 10th. Yeah, so the day before. Uh, no, Friday. The 9th, yeah. Friday the 9th of February. Uh, check it out. Yeah, don't. We can't recommend I it. I mean... As the, as the uh, erotic cinema expert, we can't oh. recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening. If you got this far, good. Thank you. I don't know. I mean, you can cut. Oh, I definitely this. will be doing it. <laughs> Yiffing. Yeah, I just look that up before you leave that in there because there might be something else. Okay. I might leave it in anyway. No. Catch the full review on the podcast this week. What is everybody else watching this? You're making Ben watch this. Poor Ben.
Thank you, Elle, for joining me. And, uh... <laughs> no problem. Please take me to see a better film next time. Okay. <laughs> so there you have it. That's what we thought about Fifty Shades Freed. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you just not care? Let me know on social media. I'd love to hear from you and listen to the podcast for our further in-depth discussion of this and more great tech and gaming news. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G-G-N-O-R-E.